Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We intend to help you keep it running thanks to the help we get from ASE certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Happy Thanksgiving again to you and yours, Dan. Thank you. You too. Did you have a good one? I did. And yeah. still are. Yeah. Well, yeah. You we... got any more celebrating this weekend? Or I hope so. Oh, good. Yeah. You know, isn't every weekend a party? Uh, isn't that how it's supposed to go? Isn't that what we work all week for? <laughs> That's right. I like your way of thinking. And the forecast is beautiful. I'm going to get out and uh, hang some Christmas lights and stuff. We were just talking about that yesterday, uh, about doing that very thing. And Monday, I know you'll probably be at Lloyd's, but Monday, excuse me, looking at a high near 59. How about that again? Wow. Yesterday I, I did for just a short time in the afternoon have my bay door open, working uh, working, uh, working with, open with air. The, how about that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Dan has been helping us out here for many years here on CCO. If you do have a car care kind of question, especially this weekend, I mean, we're not in the midst of snowstorms or anything, thank goodness, for those that, folks that have to travel, right. have to drive. But if you're uh, visiting family or friends, and you have a question about your vehicle or vehicles, and before you hit the road or before you take it into your favorite dealer or favorite shop, uh, why don't you give Dan a call or send a text, and he'll give you some information that maybe you didn't have before you uh, bring it in. All right, 651-989-9226. We've cleared the lines. You can use it if you like with your car care question, or you can send Dan a text. That's 81807. You know, we had some texts, like I mentioned last week, to save oh, good. for uh, for sure. us when you when you would come back. And I remember when you fixed Tony's truck, the uh, radio wasn't working. And uh, you, how you ever did this, you put a whole new antenna system in um, <laughs> because you know how to do that stuff. Because we couldn't get the radio to work. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. we got to hear CCO. Well, you know, FM works pretty good without an antenna. Well, that's what this text yeah. says. FM comes in fine. AM, not at all. <laughs> not Any at ideas? All. Yeah, that's exactly the truth. You need uh, you need the antenna for AM radio, and you need the antenna for uh, to, to hear us. So that's very, yeah. very important. I appreciate that you want to fix it. And uh, that's what it is. Uh, does it say what kind of car it is? It uh, does not, no. Yeah. So in, at any rate, the uh, the antenna is not working. And it could be as simple as uh, going to the back of the radio and and improving the connection. You know, the in, the antenna is somewhere. Sometimes it's in the windshield. Sometimes right. it's, it's a mast sticking up from the fender or, or a mast sticking up from the center of the back of the car. But at any rate... Uh, from time to time that fails and so and it runs from the antenna wherever it is through a cable and plugs into the back of the radio right and start at the back of the radio if that's the easiest wherever it's easiest yeah wiggle some connections and uh and oftentimes though like with Tony's car Danny the the corrosion happens oh, that's at the antenna and so when that antenna gets full of corrosion it slowly over time loses its connection and 
and oftentimes you only repair as in with his we couldn't get it apart so we had to destroy it in the process and, <laughs> and you re- rebuilt that yeah thing. we replaced wow. I, th- I think we replaced the antenna and the cable if i recall i think you're right yeah. yeah but at any rate that's what it takes and and that'll fix you up and get you back tuned into wcco very good there's your answer all right, another text, and then we'll uh, tell you what, let's do this. We have got a caller from uh, Centuria, Wisconsin. I think Tom is there. Tom, you're on with Dan. Hi, Dan. This is Tom. I guess my daughter's got a 2011 L4 Equinox, and uh, it burned oil, so they had to do a ring job under a special warranty. And then they said they needed to replace the exhaust manifold because it had a cracked exhaust manifold, so... They did the job, and then we drove out of the. She drove out of the dealer after it was done, and the light came on with a P0014 code. Said now you need a new exhaust actuator. And while we're waiting to decide who's going to pay, we're wondering can she drive that without problem? I think she probably can drive it in the meantime without problem. And you know what they did is is a big job. And it's hard to explain to people after you do a big job on their car that there's consequences <laughs> and and all the parts all the old parts that we put back on your car came off your old engine and just the process of touching those you know you've got to get them off and you're using impact tools to get them off and they're being jiggled and moved and all that and sometimes in that process that stuff gets damaged. And that's an uncomfortable conversation because, you know, as the as a technician, it's not really my fault. I didn't do anything. I didn't drop it and break it or, right. or, or you know, hurt anything. And you as the, uh, as the owner of the car are saying, well, you gave me a bid and I just wanted my car fixed. And so what do we do about this? And my advice is that it needs to be a settlement somewhere in the middle. And, uh, you know, I don't believe that anybody did anything wrong, but it's just an uncomfortable consequence that that needs to be dealt with. So, uh, you you give a little, and they'll give a little, and everybody will be happy and and uh, and fine. But like I say, in the meantime, you can drive it, and uh, but get in there soon, and and you know, get it sorted out so everybody's happy. That makes sense. Yep. A text number, by the way, and we'll get to those eight one eight zero seven, or call Dan six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Uh, I don't know if you you do mention from time to time as far as feelings about certain brands. I'm not comfortable with brands, <laughs> but uh, there, the question is about an oil filter. And you and I have talked about quality, the various qualities of different oil filters. How about the Wix name? You know, they make most of them anyway. Do they really? Yeah. So uh, I, I know that the filters that we get uh, through Napa are made by Wix anyway. There you so go. They're they're a major manufacturer, so that that's fine. It'll be it'll be just fine. You know, one interesting thing, you always bring me a Mobile One yeah. oil filter with your Mobile One oil yes. because it makes you feel good. You like yeah. you like a synergy uh, of that. <laughs> I do. I believe in that, that marketing. Yeah. But at any rate, when I lift that filter compared to the filter that I otherwise would put on your car, it weighs at least twice as much. No kidding. Yeah, it really does. So wow. the, the metal that they use in it, the the you know, it's, instead of a chintzy little bypass valve, it's got a real significant metal bypass valve in it, and and so there there is a difference, and uh, so you know you get what you pay for as as in most cases in most you cases do. Yeah. that's just true, and I think 
if you go through life with that strategy, you get what you pay for, you'll do just fine. You'll know what you're getting at least. And I do sleep better at night. Yeah, I'm glad about that. <laughs> okay. I, your sleep is important to me. <laughs> right. Hang on, Dan. We're going to take a quick break here. If you do have a car care question, now's your chance. Dan will be with us till about 745 this morning, so don't wait. Call us or text us. Our phone number is 651-989-9226 or the text number 81 81- Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to our car care show here on 830 WCCO. Denny Long here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. He is an ASC certified technician. And Dan, we've got callers. We have texters we'll get to. But folks who want to know, where is Lloyd's? Lloyd's is at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria on Grand Avenue. Great Avenue. Yeah, it is. And they're going to get, you know, of course, everybody's getting their uh, holiday decorations up now. So it's it's uh, beautiful and it's dark at 430. <laughs> so you can <laughs> you can enjoy them. I, that was funny yesterday, as warm as it was to have it get dark so early. So early. It didn't yeah. seem to go quite right or it didn't seem to feel just right. But anyway, you can all also find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-I-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or give us a call, 651-228-1316. Got a great website. I was checking that out the other day. Did you? Yeah, oh, it was good. fun. Yeah, thank you. All right, let's put you back to work. Uh, back to the phones we go. Dean is calling from Howard Lake. Dean, you're on with Dan. Yes, good morning. I had my F-250 Ford 4x4 pickup truck service for a radiator flush, and now my uh, temperature gauge does not work. So is there something maybe they forgot to hook up, or what's the deal there, you think? Well, there would be no reason for them to disconnect the temperature gauge, but in the process, uh, that certainly could happen. Luckily... It's probably very accessible, inexpensive, and easy to check. So oh. they'll be glad to help you out with that. Take it back, and they'll uh, find the sensor, test it quickly. See, good chance that if it happened at the, all at the same time that it just got unplugged. But but uh, if if not unplugged, if it needs to be replaced, it's no big deal. Oh, it's not a great deal. No. Okay. No. All right. Good. So bring it back, Dean. Thank you. Uh, Mary is calling from Cambridge with a question. Hi, Mary. Hi. What's going on I there? Have, well, I have a 2001 Peach Cruiser um, with very low miles, but the door fob that opens it unlocks the doors, mm-hmm. which is working. And it's, it just won't open the doors, so I have to use the key. But then after three or four days, it starts working again. So I don't know if it's the key fob or if it's the Car. I'm sure you tried new batteries already. In oh, the... I've tried new batteries. Yeah. It doesn't make a bit of difference. Did you try the Did you try the other key fob, or do you only have one? I no, I've tried them both, and it, they still don't work. Yeah. Well, the then it's probably not that side of it. The the uh, lock system, of course, has a receiver. You're sending a signal with your key fob. The car's receiving that signal and unlocking the doors, and. Uh, You'll have to bring it in to get some help on that. But when you do, uh, we can plug our computer into your car and get all the information about what's going on. Hopefully, at the time, it's not working because that makes it a lot easier for us to check. But even if it is working, sometimes there's codes stored in there. Uh, There's um, That stuff is all has has to do with the body control module. And so and we have trouble with those from time to time or where they have to be 
either reprogrammed or replaced. But uh, but something like that is what's going on. And uh, if you bring it in without uh, without too much money, they'll at least be able to tell you what's wrong with it and give you a direction of, of what to do about it. Okay. You run it's, into that from time to time? Oh, a lot, yeah. Do you? And especially this time of year. Obviously, <clears throat> the most common problem is that the battery goes dead. But, yeah. But uh, this time of year, uh, people want their key fobs working. Yeah, so absolutely. That's, they, I can tolerate it in the summer when I'm standing there, and but uh, but when I want to get in my car quickly because the wind is blowing, I want it working right. I've taken your advice that you've mentioned from time to time as far as tra- instead of the fob, try your key in your door lock to actually make sure that that still functions. That's actually, everybody go do that this morning because it's really, really important. Stick your key in the door. And in, why is that? What, what can doors. happen? Well, they get they they get corroded oh, okay. and and uh, and and get stuck in place. You know the 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 uh, the tumblers in yes. the lock get stuck in place, and then the key won't work. So so get out there, a nice you day. Need, you need to put the key in the door in all the doors, including the trunk and everything, oh, from yeah. time to time, quarterly maybe, uh, and and turn them. And uh, just to be sure that they keep working, because when your key fob fails, you need to know you that need, your key will work. That's true. Yeah. All right. Let's go back to the phones there. See who's uh, Jerry and Fridley is next up. Hi, Jerry. Hello. Hello. I I have a uh, my wife rather has a 2006 Ford Explorer. Uh, the heating and air conditioning fan doesn't work in settings one and two and three and four. It works just fine. Is that a major or minor fix? Minor fix. It's called a blower motor resistor. It's right behind the glove box. Uh, there's probably four or five wires going to it. <clears throat> it it uh, actually bolts into or screws into the um, the heater box behind the glove box, and <clears throat> it has failed. The circuitry in two of the circuits has failed, and so that's why you only have a couple of speeds left. And uh, if you replace that resistor, uh, that'll take care of the problem. If you take it in to have it replaced. They'll know right away what it is, and it's it's relevant to replace. All right, very good. Good news, Jerry. Thank you. We have to take a break here. Quick, quick break, by the way. We'll have a look at that forecast. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. If you'd rather, we're going to get to the text, but rather send Dan a text instead of a call. Keep in mind, Dan will be here till about 745 or so. So 81807, if you want to shoot us a text. Here is a text here. Dimming lights on switching fan speeds and when compressor turns on, when on defrost, could that be the alternator? Well, it could be, but it also might be normal. I'm sure that you don't notice it when you're actually driving down the road. I'm sure it only happens when you're sitting at idle. And when you're sitting at idle and you have the headlights on and uh, and all of the heater going and all of that, the rear defroster going, and you're yeah, drawing a lot on the alternator, true. and the alternator's just not quite keeping up. But the fact that when you uh, rev it up a little bit, everything gets bright again would tell me that I'm sure that, and on the fact that you haven't had to jumpstart the vehicle, I'm sure that the uh, that the alternator is still working. And so in the short term, I would say I probably would not worry about that. I think it'll be just fine. Okay. It, it has more to do with Again, the time of year that you've got true. all of that stuff running at the same time, all you know. And if you take short trips, uh, the battery doesn't get fully charged uh, by the time you park again, and so you'll notice uh, you'll notice that too. That's a good point. 
Still have time to call us if you want to call Dan, 651-989-9226, or as I said, send a text, 81807. Here's a do-it-yourselfer, said, a, a, a thought on flushing the radiator, um, maybe not a do-it-yourselfer, but maybe your thoughts on flushing the radiator on a four-year-old car, 65,000 miles, no issue with the car now. Yeah, well, I would check the the uh, owner's manual on that. Uh, on many of the newer vehicles, the antifreeze coolant is a lifetime product that they that don't, that they don't recommend flushing. So, uh, if they don't recommend flushing, I don't either because it can be complicated and you can create problems in the process. So, if it ain't uh, broke, if it's don't not, fix. well, if it needs to be changed, <laughs> yeah. it needs to be changed, and you need to do it. But if it doesn't, you know, oftentimes. Uh, uh, if you're trying to do it yourself, especially by the time you try and refill it and get all of the air back out of the system, uh-huh. it can be complicated. And so uh, I would be careful about that. And, and, and if it's not recommended by the manufacturer, I, I would not bother with it. Very good. Do it. Here's a text that just came in. Had my Tahoe serviced at Lloyd's this week. High mileage vehicle that I want to keep running. Lloyd's. Has the best staff to work with. Thank you. How about that? Oh, that's nice. That's always nice well, for the boss to hear. Let's talk about that for the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about you. Yeah, that's my no. favorite text. But you, so far. you do have a good bunch of people. Oh, thank you. you know, I do, and they've been with me forever. They've yeah. they've uh, they've all they've evolved and landed with me over a over a period of time. And and uh, like Nick started with me when he was fifteen, and he's now. Uh, 40-something, so he's been there a long time. He's that time. old. Yeah, so. <laughs> no, that's we, true, though. You we, do have some long-term We kind of speak the same language, and it's pretty easy to, to uh, get along with him. That's great. Yeah. So thank you for that texture. I, I wholeheartedly agree. Text, or text says this, I have a 2010 Ford Fusion. The heater only brings heat into the car when I am on the freeway, but not when I am running errands. What could be wrong? That probably needs a thermostat. The... the uh, when the when you're driving down the freeway, you have the, um, you know, everything's moving faster. The coolant is moving quicker through the heater core, and so uh, at that speed, it's able to keep up. Uh, when you're in town, everything is, you know, the coolant is just flowing much slower, and it's not able to keep up. So if you if you put a new thermostat in, bring up the engine temperature, uh, that should do that it. should take care of it. Now, that's actually easy for us to check. We can take the temperature of your engine and know for sure that that's going to fix the car. Because it could oh, be something like the okay. heater core is plugged or whatever. But if the temperature uh, is, if the engine temperature is a little low and it doesn't take very much, if it's just 10 degrees lower than it's supposed to be, that will make the difference and give you poor heat. Hmm. All right. Uh, let's go to the phones. Dan is calling from Shakopee. Dan, you're on with Dan. Yeah, Dan. I've got a 2001 Subaru. Outback 2.5 liter engine. The uh, an idler went out on the front on the timing system, so it bent the valves in the in the heads. Do uh, would you recommend pulling the pistons when you know the thing ran fine, didn't use any oil, uh, or just slap on a different set of heads and put her back together? There you go. I like I like the way you describe that. It's like it's really simple. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of is actually, you know, that my guys have those the, to do the heads. We pull the engine out of the car actually, and and my guys have it out in an hour or something wow. like that. It does not take very long, and then the engine is on the stand while you do all the work, and it makes it pretty easy. So, yes, uh, what you're describing is exactly what I would do. I would not pull the pistons out. I would uh, just uh, 
put that or put new heads on it and you'll have another good good long run with the vehicle it should be fine very good let's go to irene's call from uh, norwood with a question good morning irene good morning i have a 01 buick park avenue and i've gone in it and tried to start it and it doesn't do a thing and then you can leave it set for a little while and it'll start right up again it doesn't do it real often but it you're afraid to go someplace that it might do it. And I was wondering what that could be. Well, you should bring that in and have a check because you are going to get stuck somewhere someday. It could be, it could be the starter. It could be the, uh, it could be the starter relay, could be the ignition switch. So there's a whole bunch of things that are possibilities and I wouldn't recommend just replacing any of them as, as you know, let's try it and see how it works because most of it is pretty expensive. Um, so <clears throat> what I would like to have happen is where you get it to your shop and they're able to get it tacked up and see if the starter's getting a signal. You know, they'll they'll <clears throat> get the car all wired with some test equipment uh, ready for it to fail. And when it fails, they'll say, hey, I'm not getting any power to the starter or I am getting power to the starter, which means the starter is bad and needs to be replaced. But at any rate, you, you would like to get it to the shop so they can test it while it's not working. Properly. Exactly. You don't want to get stuck. Yeah. All right, thanks, Irene. Uh, Texter said this. You have to uh, get your opinion. Just like the cell phone industry changes, Texter says, 15-inch tires are now special order and cost extra. Isn't have funny? you heard of that? Well, I've You've no. seen it. Well, 15-inch, not, nah, maybe. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, <laughs> but I don't think there's special order. We still sell an awful lot of 15-inch oh, tires, you do. in All fact. Right. I like selling 15-inch tires because they're lighter and smaller and easier, easier, to, easier to work install. with. But, boy, the tires have gotten so big, they're, you know, up to up to 16 and 18 are very common, and, and even 22s are, are uh, and, and uh, we had to buy some new equipment not so many years ago to be able to accommodate all of that. Wow. But, but uh, it's true. The, uh, the, the industry does change, and fads come and go. So true. Don't worry. Those 15-inch tires will be back someday. They'll, they'll be around. Yeah. Uh, we've had these storage questions before. Should I overinflate the tires on my Mercedes for the winter? If so, how much? I've heard that you should do that. I, I don't store a vehicle for the winter, but I've heard that people do do that. We have people come in, and it's common to put, you know, maybe 10 PSI. I wouldn't go way over. If you look at the side of the tire, it'll give you a maximum pressure. Oftentimes nowadays that's in the 40s, 45, so... Uh, I wouldn't go over 45 or 50, something like that. I think then it's getting to be too much. All right. Uh, texter, before you go here, it says this, a 2007 Mitsubishi, I hit a curb with the right front tire bending the rim, got four new wheels, and they are balanced, but I still have a shimmy in the front. The car drives straight, so I think the alignment is good. Any idea why the shimmy? Well, most commonly, if it all started with wheels and tires, I would guess that it still is wheels and tires. First thing I would do is ro- is switch those, switch some tires. You know, tr- uh, put the put the rears on the front. Try that. Ch- chances are you don't have four new bent wheels. Uh, if that doesn't take care of it, then you probably are going to have to bring it in and and do some research and see if some more damage uh, got done. But uh, usually alignment won't cause a shimmy. Uh, that would be pretty unusual. Um, so if it if it's steering straight, then more than likely the alignment is straight. If it's you know if it's steering straight and if it's going straight and not pulling left or right, then the alignment's probably pretty close. And I think more likely it's in the wheels and tires. Okay, maybe uh, I, I 
just to yeah. follow up, maybe I didn't hear if they got new tires too or just new wheels. Well, that's so a good question. Maybe the tire got damaged in the process too. It says got four new wheels. Yeah, so the tire could have it could have been uh, the, 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 the old uh, the old tires. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, we have another text, Dan, that's related to tires, and I don't know if you can comment on this. They want to know the texter does if is there a tire quality difference between between purchasing tires at various you know like a dealership here or a big box store or various places like that. There can be different. I've heard that too. I you know I know that that the tire brand that we sell or a tire brand that we sell if you go to one of the big box stores uh the part number is different it's exactly the same looking tire uh but the part number is different and i don't know why that is but uh but i've heard that and i've heard that uh that the local tires seem to work and last longer but but i've never proved that for myself I know we have to run here quickly. I got a driver's power window that works only during the colder weather. Hmm. Well, uh, good thing you live in Minnesota. Well, I, <laughs> I guess for sure. You know, the switch in the motor would be the things. People think get worried about taking the door panel off to test wiper or uh, all the, the the window motors and the door lock actuators and so forth, but, but it's actually a pretty simple process. And so the test procedure on that, would be very simple, and I think you probably should just take it in and have it checked. Dan, enjoy the rest of your holiday weekend. I will. And uh, we'll uh, have more show next Saturday. Sounds good. Appreciate it. All right, thanks very much. How do you get in touch with Lloyds, by the way? Well, give us a call at 651-228-1316. Come on over. We're at 982 Grand Avenue, or look us up on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S. Be safe. We'll talk to you you next week. Very good. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.